This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host, Come Everything Sport International Local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority, or even if you prefer a visual on the YouTube live streaming on Pulse95 Radio. I'm here and I can't wait to share this out with you because we've got a couple of things in store. The first segment is down to fitness. I know a lot of people be talking about different things when it comes down to fitness and how to balance the whole project out and that's what we're going to be going over today in the first segment after that we're going into a bit more detail because i got a lot of people messaging me saying omar what's the latest with the premier league what's the latest with bielsa what's the latest with fantasy football we do have a pulse 95 radio fantasy football when it gets you involved in that and the winner will come on the show and tell us how they do it how about that just give me a little spoiler there coming up on the show but also guys we had the wwe superstars naomi and r-truth on the show so if you caught that on saturday i grew up watching WWE so I was kind of happy with that and it was really nice to be able to speak to the new generation of wrestlers and the way they do things and having to rebrand themselves so if you haven't checked out that show head over to the YouTube and it's there or even if you prefer a podcast SoundCloud Apple Music um, and Spotify type in the halftime show with Omar Dury and I'm there let's put on some burner boy for you because you know I love my burner boy and then we'll be right back with the first segment after this on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse 95 is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salaam welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host. Hope you're having a wicked day today. I've got to give a couple of shout-outs to my favorite people on the Instagram live at Omar Duri. We've got uh, The Rash, Mibalani. We've got Hidayah. We've got our very own Mikey tuned in as well. We've got Nasima, uh, SA. We've got Tariq. We've got T. We've got Murad. Uh, who else do we have here? We've got S. Alms as well, Sheikha, and of course, Albina. Never forgetting Albina. Vanessa, dinner with Flo all the way from New York, Bob's, and everyone else. Thank you very much for tuning in. So the question I have of the day now when it comes down to the health and fitness segment we normally like to throw your way is, how do you strike the right balance? Now, I say this because a lot of people say, oh, that's easy. We just don't eat and we exercise. Absolutely not, because sometimes over-exercise and overtraining can be a problem and then that hinders your performance which hinders longevity or sustainability and that's what i'm trying to tackle with you guys today so i want to hear from you guys how do you strike the right balance when it comes down to goal setting when it comes down to physical fitness but also mental fitness it's something that i i like to ask my guests often when they come on the show i like to say you know how, what do you do uh, what, what do you get up to how do you spend your week do you plan it do you map it out do you put it on a board do you put it on you know uh, on on a computer or on your phone how do you strike that right balance? And that's what I'm trying to look for today because 
often the case is we get really excited, we get into the gym, we go all crazy and everything, and then all of a sudden, it slowly starts to tailor off. Injuries start to kick in, uh, we start to make the wrong choices when it comes to food, maybe even sometimes, depending on your age, you might actually think I can get away with it, so I should be okay. So are we not programming or rooting the the goals from a young age or a younger age maybe and and also it doesn't only come down to age it comes down to experience some people might have just been used to a certain way building up habits and doing all sorts of things so with this segment today it really does come down to balance but it wouldn't be anything without you guys telling me what you do and you never know i might be able to pick up one or two things from you and see that it's one of the domino system and, and when we talk about dominoes normally the reason why we do you know talk about dominoes when it comes to a system is because when you align them all nicely then you've got a nice strong foundation and if one of them is you know probably not at peak it might affect the other dominoes and that's why that balance that that idea of being able to 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 sustain things longer is tough and the other problem we normally face is we're not normally enjoying the process because we're too busy stressing or worrying which also takes its toll on emotional fitness so you see where i'm going with this is physical fitness there's mental fitness there's emotional fitness and there's all sorts of things that sometimes doesn't allow you to recover um, enough so a challenge is good our egos normally can get massaged by that when it comes down to setting ourselves a goal but what is your goal and why have you set that goal is it short term is it long term we're obsessed nowadays with instant results and something that comes to mind often when asking clients or patients even what is it you're trying to achieve it's it's always mixed but it's normally around the same thing as i need to lose 10 kilos i need to lose 20 kilos i need to lose five kilos it's it's never about how am i going to lose it what do i have in mind when i get to two and a half for example am i going to reward myself with something it doesn't have to be materialistic could be something that just good for the heart good for the brain so all these factors do come down when it comes down to the health and fitness side so i'm going to hear all about it from you guys i want you guys to shoot me a, a message 4215 it's a lot or do or slide into my dms at on Instagram and tell me how do you strike the right balance and what has worked for you can't wait to hear from you I've got plenty more coming up on the show but next we talk about coaches all the time this next coach is my favorite coach for a reason find out next why on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international, local. What's up, people? Everyone who's uh, keeping me entertained on the Instagram Live at Omar Duri and even YouTube as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, a lot of the times we talk about, you know, uh, different styles of coaching and different types of coaches. And having been in the industry myself, I can appreciate certain 
philosophies, ideas, uh, being unique, trying not to copy or imitate people, but also trying to find yourself within the coaching. And one of those amazing things is uh, is being able to identify a coach who I personally have studied for a long time, not just at the Football Association in the UK, but also I think the whole world is taking note of this person. I think you have an idea who I'm talking about. His name is Marcelo Bielsa. Now, with Marcelo Bielsa, the thing about this guy is... He hasn't been at a huge club, so to speak. And a lot of people ask me normally, why is he your favorite coach in the world if he's not managing your big clubs? Precisely why? What is it that motivates a coach to take on a project, especially if it's not your glamour project? It's not your big project. Often when we're teaching youngsters, we always say you want to get to that big job. So now I, 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 I challenge you to think about that. And when it comes down to this individual managing a team like Leeds United, with all due respect to Leeds, it's been 16 years since they've been in the Premier League, you will then start to think, okay, what is it about this, this man that actually gets people interested in his ideas, his philosophy, his style of training? He's not really a people person. He doesn't like to put an arm around his athletes or his players and speak to them and talk to them and, you know, kind of caress their ego. He is very, very meticulous in his way. Now, maybe you might have heard about the Marcelo Bielsa uh, threatening his own team, uh, his own team's supporters with a hand grenade. Now, when I say things like that, it makes you really wonder what type of man is this or how he took Argentina to the 2002 World Cup armed with 2000 videotapes on their opponents. Right. What about the time he took he told his goalkeeper to boot the ball out of play from every goal kick because he thought the other side was vulnerable from their own throw ins. Now we start to, to look at the person himself. So Bielsa is a meticulous, obsessive and more more than most an enigmatic manager and someone who carries a mythology with him wherever he's gone around the world. People have always wondered, what is it about this man? Now, he's one of football's um, now, I won't say strangest characters, but definitely one of football's most intriguing personalities. Uh, and he's just arrived in the Premier League. And if you, if those who don't know, Leeds' first game was against the champions, Liverpool, in the Premier League on the opening day of the season. Um, I'm very, very intrigued by how you can often tell an athlete or a team by their coach and the characteristics that they possess. So, for example, if I give you names like Jose Mourinho, you start to imagine Jose Mourinho type of players. If I give you, you know, coaches like um, like Pep Guardiola, you'll think about, you know, Manchester City's players or etc. etc. This person has chosen leads because of what they stand for. He's made the players do community work, which often you don't associate with footballers or, or, or celebrities so he's he's done things in a very different way now every moment in every training session in every touch or every strike is scrutinized by this coach because Bielsa wants it done a certain way his coaching style always in contact with the ball eventually makes you feel really confident and makes you improve the way you play his way of looking at detail his attention to understanding a problem and addressing it straight away he hails from Rosario, capital of the Argentine province of Santa Fe, in the middle 
of his family's middle child at the moment, a high achieving family of politicians, lawyers and diplomats. So you would probably think that he would go down that same route. Wrong. But while his brother and sister followed family tradition by pursuing careers in law and politics, his brother Rafael is Argentina's ambassador to Chile. Now you start to see why he went to Chile. Bielsa became a student of football, dispatching his mother to the newsagents every day um, to gather up sports papers and magazines. So you could see from a young age, he was quite obsessed with, you know, with sports. Now, despite briefly making the first team as a player himself, he wasn't really successful. But I always say good players don't always make good coaches. And this is something where one of the best coaches is admired by a lot of the finest is admired as the pinnacle of coaching transcripts, philosophies, ideas, and all sorts of, um, you know, crazy uh, innovations that he puts forward. He looks down when he's doing an interview. Um, in Argentina, football teams are always looking in every slum, uh, in every park, in every playground, you know, uh, hoping to find the next Messi, uh, Maradona, Batistuta. Uh, but what... Bielsa did his typical Bielsa was to become incredibly meticulous and organized about it because he did things his own way sticking to his own beliefs which by the way is very hard to reinvent yourself as time goes by as the involvement of social media kicks in as the involvement of different coaches you see success now we're currently facing that with you know Jose Mourinho in the sense is he past it my cousin Ibrahim shout out to Ibrahim had asked the question whether is he past it now so what I what I like about Bielsa in his, in his techniques and his methods is his approach. He can be criticized. He can be, um, you know, let's say in the spotlight and yet he doesn't really want that. He wants, he has a goal in mind. His team to play against the Liverpool side with that personality and, and outplay them, outrun them, outfight them is a true testament to what he believes in. He has a training session called Murder Ball, which is three hours long. Three hours of training. Think about that now. When we train, we train for an hour, maybe two. Shout out to my RBO crew. But we don't do three hours. Three hours non-stop with the ball continuously in play with the idea of not just challenging the physical aspect but also the mental aspect where you have to stay focused and concentrate for that time. Now, often with fatigue, you're, you, you kind of address that we might get tired and we might drop our, you know, our standards. Not with Bielsa, you know. This is why it's amazing what he's done. Uh, Pochettino has spoken about him really well. Um, Pep Guardiola has spoken about him really well. Pushing young players to their physical and mental limits has been a theme throughout Bielsa's career. Uh, at Leeds, players compete, as I said, in that 11-a-side murder ball, which is three hours long. He has a book of training drills and the whole time with him never once repeats the drill and always keeps it interesting. Under Bielsa, match preparation does not finish at the training ground. People have been assessing all his methods for such a long time and throughout his 30 years as a manager, Bielsa's methods have helped players scale new heights. Leeds fans have delighted have been delighted with the dramatic improvements in their players. Klitsch, Captain Liam Cooper, Calvin Phillips, who made his England debut last week as well. Um, Spain strikers. I mean, you name it, there's so many people. But what I like to see about this person is what motivates him. And I spoke to you about striking a balance earlier and I'm speaking to you now about coaches. What do you think about Marcel Bielsa? Did you know much about him before coming into the league? Obviously, if you're on the halftime show, you're probably sick of hearing his name because I will 
always talk about him but that's what intrigues me about an interesting coach who does not copy styles and creates his own 4215 it's a salat or do have you had a coach who's done that for you and if so what is it that stood out about him I'm going to I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of Ed Sheeran because I'm in that kind of Ed Sheeran move and then I'm going to come back with my third segment talking about one of your favorite topics here we go this is the halftime show with Umar Paduri on Oh, he loves the This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Right, we've got some questions coming in, so let's answer them right now. Shout out to Subhay Fahima, Mavish, Murad. Everyone is joining us now at Eid, of course. So Islam sent in a question asking regarding the first segment. If you missed that, don't worry, guys. You can catch us on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and also on YouTube as well. Um, right, so Islam said, got any tips on recovering from knee injury? Uh, being bed-bound for two months. Right, Islam, so normally when it comes down to injuries, especially when it comes down to cruciate, which I, I think you might be talking about when you said knee, uh, anterior cruciate ligament is quite... Is quite um, quite common uh, you know uh, then you got the MCL you got the PCL you got so many different types of injuries so I probably need to get more specifics on that but when it comes down to the physiotherapy side and Miffy is normally one that is great if she came on the show as well she could probably tell you a bit more but what I would say is often we don't give enough time to heal which would be one depending on the grade of injury level one level two level three then you would also have something where it comes down to managing it now all the muscles around it need to be strengthen in order to get it functioning in the right way and that's sometimes where we just say my knee's injured I can't move my knee but the hamstrings the posterior chain your your quads your your ankles your hips your alignment your balance all these things need to be worked on and often people stay away from you know prevention exercises because it's kind of boring it's not cool but then when it comes down to cure you have to do them anyway so regarding your answer I would say really trying to strengthen hips um, back core hamstrings calf ankles and getting st- stability before you actually think about the knee itself especially if it's something that's been happening for the last two years uh, what he said it's been bed bound for two months so it probably didn't happen just two months ago it might have happened a long time ago and be, been a reoccurrence I hope that helps Islam it's definitely something that you know I would I would recommend uh, Terry says find the place you love to go to and people you want to surround yourself with is half the fitness battle absolutely 100% and I'm sure Marvish and Fahima would agree with you um, shout out to my, my boy Sean as well from London um, who else do we have so a lot of the talk we're getting now in terms of people who are, are throwing in is Arij and Murad who are talking about the Leeds and Liverpool performance and it's great you mentioned that because we you know we wanted to go into that regarding styles and stylistically the, the courage that Leeds had to show especially the intensity that the coach normally drives through when teams who are more established in the Premier League face the champions and often intimidated by the presence and the stature of these players players who have won the Champions League players who have won the Premier League when you think about it from a personality point of view being promoted to the probably the most competitive league in the world and you're facing the champions on the first day what goes through your mind is can I actually live up to this my family are watching my friends are watching when you go back home obviously you're going to be around your community you're going to be around people that know you 
am I going to do them justice? There's all these factors that cover your mind as an athlete. Now as a coach, you're able, you have to be able to, to engrave the belief and the support system to make the players believe they're good enough to face this team. Then you actually achieve that point. And when you achieve that point, all these small points become a huge point. And it's very hard to go against doubt, to go against people, you know, what people are writing in in, in the papers, the journalists, you know, social media. Nowadays, more than ever, fans have a say, even though they're not at the stadium. So all these things are considered very important in trying to live up to the hype and facing some of the best teams in the world. So when it comes down to that, this is why it makes this performance even more impressive. What I... I would like to see more of is I would like to see more teams taking a chance because if you're going to lose the game anyway would you rather lose 4-3 and almost beat the champions or would you rather lose 3-0 and be completely you know pragmatic in your approach compact boring uh, no no character no life no soul see these are the things where that's why Leeds you would think by the way the praise has been happening for the coach and for the players is almost like they won and yet when they asked the manager you know you don't look happy you don't look like you're in a good mood he said because we've lost and so this is why my admiration for people like Bielsa is so high and probably as I said before my favorite coach in the world because of that because of the fact that he has you know this certain way of thinking when I watch his interview he's looking down the whole time he's not looking uh, at the people yes he has a translator some people say he knows what they're saying but he has a translator only to avoid certain questions it does it, that's the thing his his approach is so adm- admirable and, and even when you saw Klopp's face after the game he just went wow so that just tells you enough about you know the styles of coaching that we had but this is this is this is something that I I am truly um, amazed by because I I watch coaches in all sports basketball American football actually intrigues me a lot with the plans and the ideas that these people have but when it comes down to certain people we saw it in the in the in the last dance with Michael Jordan um, and and the coaches that have coached him and who have moved on to the you know um, LA Lakers and and all sorts of things you kind of wonder. Is there more of a holistic approach nowadays in the modern game? And then you get Marshall Bielsa who doesn't believe in that. So there's no wrong answer. It's not really one side at all. So I'm very, very intrigued by that. And I hope that's answered your question, uh, Murad and Elij, regarding uh, you know, having the character to do that. It is very, very cool. Very impressive to be able to say that. we got one more segment. I can't believe we're reaching full-time already. we got one more segment. I'm going to take all your questions after this break. Play you a little bit of... Uh, what am I going to play, actually? We've got the news and then uh, some Beyonce afterwards. So listen to this. I'll be right back. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Salam alaikum. 
welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Abdurriya. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Omnia Saleh just jumped in on the Instagram live during the break just to keep me company. And also shout out to RR, Mikey, Sama, Vikas, and everyone else who's listening. Sophie as well, my cousin um, who's listening, and Fahad as well. All right, so today, let's do a quick recap of what we spoke about today. So the first segment was really about how do we strike the right balance? A lot of the times people either overtrain or undertrain or don't get their, their, their nutrition right or their fitness goals right. Do they plan things the right way? There's so many factors in that that we kind of neglect a lot of the time. So that was the first segment. On the second segment, we spoke about my favorite coach in the world, Marcelo Bielsa, and, and his, his techniques and his unorthodox methods, which sometimes could have him criticized. Murad brought up a good point. When you have such an intense coach, how do you sustain that and not get burnt out? Very good point, Murad. Love that, actually, when you brought that up. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m. 